When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to the Tell It Abs It Is podcast, your home for everything Colorado Avalanche on the Hockey Podcast Network. The Colorado Avalanche have won the Stanley Cup. Raymond Moore, a dream, has come through. Feature the head, McKinnon racing, he shoots, and scores! Nathan McKinnon! Red to the tip, scores! Here's your hosts, Griffin Youngs and Christian Boulay. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Tell It Abs It Is podcast on the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Griffin Youngs, joined by Christian Boulay, as always. I'm just going to put this very simply. The Avalanche just put forth one of the most dominant games, not not just we've ever seen from the Avalanche, one of the most dominant games in NHL history. They win game two of the Stanley Cup final, seven to nothing over the Tampa Bay Lightning and take a two nothing series lead. A perfect performance across the board. A plus plus. It's hard to find a game where you don't have one flaw. The Avs in this game had no flaws. None. It was perfect from puck drop. Even after they went up huge in the third period, their third period was arguably their best period. Yeah. It, I'm not, this is not hyperbole. This is not like being caught up in the moment. This was literally one of the most dominant games in NHL history. You look at the opponent and you look at the moment. It's not even a debate. The Tampa Bay Lightning had seven even strength shots. Seven. They had seven power play shots. They had two shorthanded shots. That's it. They had nothing. And none of them were particularly dangerous. None. Easiest shutout of Darcy Kemper's career? Question mark. <laughs> I would say so. There is exactly two chances I'm looking at right now that are even close to the net for Tampa Bay. It, it, it was a domination. It was domination. We were talking before we hopped on and recorded here, dude. Like, are Stanley Cup final games supposed to be that relaxed? Generally like, not. No. Uh, in like, the third, I've never been through one. Like, I remember when I was like seven last time we won the cup. Like, I had no idea. But now I sit there and I'm like, that that was the mo- like that felt like a regular season game. Like, I just had like no doubt in my mind when that game got going that we were going to win. Yeah, like no we were we were searching for reasons to stay interested. Like, okay, you don't want to give Tampa anything to build off of in the rest of this series. Like that, that's what we're going with right now in the Stanley Cup final against the defending back-to-back champs. It's like you said, this is not supposed to be this easy. And I don't know how much of it Tampa was bad or the abs were dominant, probably both, but the lightning couldn't do anything in this game they had nothing you look at their stats in this game from their stars it's it's pathetic Nikita Kucherov goose eggs minus two in 18 minutes Braden Point had one shot 
minus one in 16 minutes. Stamkos, he had one shot on goal, minus two. The only forward with more than one shot on goal was Corey Perry. <laughs> oh, Corey Perry. Um, yeah, this, yeah. Couldn't be, this couldn't be happening to a nicer guy, too, yeah. potentially losing three straight Stanley Cup finals. Is that a record? It would have to be. Right? For three different teams? That'd have to be yeah. the first time. It would have to be. I mean, it's, it's like what Marion Hossa was trying to do, but if Marion Hossa was terrible. <laughs> oh, Marion Hossa. That's a name I haven't heard in a minute. But yeah, man, I I loved every second of that game. This is if you're coming here it's for a little bit of uh, like calming down, uh, this isn't going to be the episode for you because you have to celebrate that type of domination. We yeah. can. The players aren't going to. But no, we can Kale Lacar said as much after the game. It's like Emily Kaplan asked, are you going to celebrate it all? No. No. Straight, with total straight face. No. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, it, it was it was an awesome game. This team is on pace right now to smash some all-time records for win, like least amount of games played in the playoffs. Um, I, th- I just want to say, like, what we're witnessing right now is not just the Avalanche are two wins away from the Stanley Cup, which alone is unbelievable and crazy. What we're witnessing right now is one of the best single-season teams ever constructed. What we're witnessing right now is one of the most dominant runs in history. This does not happen in the modern salary cap era. The one time it has, the one time a team was 14 and two was the 2012 Kings who were an eight seed who got 960 or something goaltending from Jonathan Quick. The Avalanche out of the four teams in the conference final had the worst goaltending and they're still doing this. This team, we have not seen a team this dominant since the 80s. The Oilers, the Islanders, those are the kinds of teams that this run is being compared to right now. We're not just witnessing a cup run. We are witnessing the beginning of something very special, something that no other team has been able to do since the 80s. It's ridiculous, dude. I mean, I... We're talking about a team who has two losses in the playoffs. So far. And they're both my fault. And yeah, they're both your fault. The biggest loser of tonight is Griffin because he was ready to go and come to these games and they still have not lost a game when Griffin is not in attendance. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like we, we were talking about like, oh, we can do the, the ball arena watch parties. Nope. Yeah, we, no, we're not. We have to sell our tickets for that. No, we're, we're not. We're going to sell our tickets. Foot in that arena. Yeah. I mean, unless, unless they lose a game in Tampa, I am not setting foot in that arena. And if they win both, I don't have to. So yeah. it's, it's, it's truly a story that we could be talking about this in 10 years being like, remember when the abs just fucking dominated the NHL in the playoffs? Yeah. Like remember it, when people doubted this team coming, I think my favorite part of this game was people for the first time going Oh, oh, it doesn't <laughs> matter what Tampa does here. The Avalanche are just that good that Tampa is just helpless. It doesn't matter what their game plan is. The Avalanche are just miles above because all playoffs and all season, we never got the credit we deserved for being as good as we are. And the, through the first three rounds, there was always an excuse as to why the Avs dominated as bad as they did. There was no excuses on the table for this one. 
This You couldn't even use altitude. This is your second game out here. They had their starting goalie. They are fully healthy, and they got thoroughly destroyed. And you, for the first time, everyone was going, oh, shit. <laughs> shit. Um, maybe we should have given them a little credit. This is just stuff we've been saying all season, and everyone doubted it because we lost a series last year. I, I've run out of words, man. Like, and and, there, There's still two more wins on the table, and we will have to talk about them more, but the abs are in the perfect position. You go into Tampa Bay, you win one of two. Yeah. You're up 3-1, and you have three. And losing chances. one would be a first. Yeah. We're undefeated on the road. They're this, better on the road than they are at home. <laughs> right. This kind of thing does not happen. I cannot stress this enough. We have not seen something like this. Now, I'm not preemptively hoisting the cup. There are, like you said, still two wins you have to get, and Tampa just does not die. That fourth one is going to be the hardest to come by. I do not doubt it. This series is far from over. And- but you have to look at this game and be like, we have not seen anything like this in a long time. This is the most even Stanley Cup final matchup we've had in decades. And so far, it's not even close. I mean, I I completely agree with you. And we do have to know, I mean, Tampa Bay was in the same position last series against New York. But here's the difference. Yeah, here's the difference. The Avs, are significantly better than the Rangers. The Rangers were the worst five-on-five team in the playoffs. And Vasilevsky had two subpar games, and Shesterkin had two crazy games. You could tell that series still was not over, though it was a surprise that Tampa lost two in a row. Once that series shifted to Tampa, it wasn't close. Those first two games, once you get past the score of game one, they were a little closer than it seemed. And the Avalanche are not the New York Rangers. Like, this is what I said coming into the series. We are not the Rangers. We are not the Panthers. We're not the Leafs, the Islanders, or the Canadians. Are you kidding? You got to play the Habs last year? Give me a break. We are not any of these teams. We are the best team you have played. You're not going to be able to pull the same voodoo shit on us when this is the first time you've played a team that's just better than you. And they are. I mean, the abs have been better in every facet so far in this series. Um, and the abs are doing this without Nazem Kadri still. Like this team's and Sam better. Gerard. And Sam Gerard. This team's gonna get better because all indications are that Nazem Kadri is gonna play in either game three or four. He's um, getting close. Cogliano was back for this game, really did not see that coming until this morning. He was fully healthy and ready to go. Nat he comes was out great tonight, and he was phenomenal. Everybody was good yeah. in this game. Like it's it's not even worth being like, oh, this guy was good, this guy was good. They were all fucking brilliant. Every single person pulled their weight and did their job to a T. You know who wasn't particular, like for their standards, wasn't great? Nathan McKinnon. And they still won seven nothing. And like, even then, he was outstanding. There was one guy I thought like wasn't as good as he was last game was Byron. And <laughs> even and even then he was amazing. Yeah, he was amazing. And that's the scary part if you're a lightning fan. They're the abs are doing all of this without McKinnon having a McKinnon game yet. The Avalanche scored seven goals in this game, and none of them were from Nathan McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, or Gabe Landeskog. Two Big of them three. were in the third period from Kale McCarr, shorthanded and on a power play. Everything else was all below superstar level. It's been unreal, dude. Nathan should, should McKinnon we actually dive, into the, should in the we dive into the game? 
Maybe eventually. Maybe right? eventually. Maybe eventually. But again, McKinnon has two points in the first two games of this series, and the Avalanche have scored 11 goals. Be 11. very afraid because you are not off the hook yet. Nope. They're only going to get better. And this is what we said after game one is that, yeah, the Avs were good, but that was their first ever Stanley Cup final game. They're going to be better in the next game. And all anyone was saying is how Tampa Bay doesn't lose back-to-back games. They'll make the adjustments, yada, yada, yada. People ignored that the Avs have made adjustments even after games yeah. they've won. And people were surprised that Bednar was being like, yeah, well, we still have stuff we can do better. It's like, oh, it seems like Bednar is making adjustments after a win. No shit. Have you been watching? Clearly not. Like, people just refuse to give this team credit. And that's why I have such a smug look of satisfaction on my face in this episode, because everything we've said for the last eight months has been proven true. And everyone who's been ignoring us, even once we got to the finals for the first time going, oh, shit. This is, this is bad. Yeah. Like this is, this is Tampa. This is not like the Bruins made some miracle run to the final and are getting exposed. This is Tampa. This is the toughest tests of tests. It does not get harder than this. And they just got destroyed in every imaginable way. It's unreal, dude. I, I just, I don't know what else to say about this team. Like you said, we've been saying it all fucking year. This team is special, and they're all of a sudden two wins away from accomplishing that goal, and we are going to dance on so many people when we were telling them at the beginning of the year that the Avs are going to win the Cup. Yeah, um, all the people are like, oh, well, once they get to the playoffs, it's a different game, and oh, and the, the second round and everything. What have I said for months? The Avalanche are going to make a lot of people very upset when they win this thing and they haven't won it yet, nope. but all it's already starting that people are already trying to poke holes in their run and be like, Oh, look who they played. What do you mean? Look who they played? What Nashville, because we played them because we were the best team in the conference. That's what you get when you win in the regular season, you get easier opponents. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> oh yeah. I mean, that's exactly it. I mean, St. Louis was a good team. All we heard from the, Media was how St. Louis was nine players deep. They, oh, they have nine 20 goal scorers. This is a great upset pick, great value bet. Yep. Look how that went. Yep. Sorry. Oh, and, the, and, the, and the Oilers. You know, everyone's probably like, oh, they got to play the Oilers. No one was saying that before the series. No. No one was. No one was. And it, it's fine. I mean, the job's still not done, but I, the Avs have to be playing with so much confidence right now. And they, because- they clearly are. Yeah. And t- Tampa, we, we can get into the game now. They're rattled. And really for the first time in the last three years has shown that they are rattled and that like, we cannot handle this. We do not know what to do because from the drop of the puck in this game, they got killed. And I mean, literally from the drop of the puck, they got slaughtered. It, it was a complete, and utter domination from the start. Um, we can dive into the first period because uh, it got started quick um, in the first shift for Valnichushkin, who once again, we're going to talk a ton about Valnichushkin. Again, the um, best player on the ice. Yeah, best player on the ice. Um, gets in on the forecheck. And was it Lekkinen who drew the penalty? It was Comfer. That it was Comfer. It was Ryan McDonough. Just a, I don't know what he was trying to do here. I don't know either. He roughed Tackles him twice, him. tackled him cross-checked him like the game just started i don't know what message he was trying to send here but he gets himself a stupid penalty 
puts the abs on the power play. And it was literally just a boulder downhill from here. An avalanche, one might say. There we go. Ooh. There we go. Good pun. Good pun. But regardless, Um, the power play goes great for the abs. The first unit was okay. Second unit comes on. And Burakovsky, his confidence carries over from the overtime winner in game one, sets up Balnachushkin for a beautiful tip-in goal in front of the net. Vasilevsky had no chance. It's one nothing abs, and it's early. 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 I mean, they scored very quickly, and it was just the beginning of the onslaught. Um, like you said with Burakovsky, we've been saying it all year. He's the streakiest player in the NHL, um, and once he gets hot, it's over. He's he goes from being one of the most average players to you could make the case that he's one of the best players on the ice. Yep. And then he gets hurt. Uh, yeah. And then he gets hurt. We'll get to that. I mean, it, it is just the cycle of it's Bur- Andre Burakovsky in a nutshell. Yeah. Well, we will get into that later, but yeah. it's just the it's the perpetual cycle of Berkey forever off on most impressive performance you've seen in your life breaks his hand. No, we don't know that yet. We don't know that yet, but that's usually he's broken his hand like three times. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, but we'll get to that. Um, so it's one nothing abs. I, I, still at this point, it should be noted the Lightning have zero shots on goal. Yeah. Um, and that did not change for a long time. Not to, did not change for a while. There was a long point in this game. It will, there's just so many goals. We can just keep talking about them here. Josh Manson gets a two on one with Andrew Cogliano, set up by Alex Newhook. I knew he was great, dude. He got two assists in this game. They were both on the first two goals of this game. And Manson's just like, okay, fuck it. I'll do this one myself. Goes blocker side on Vasilevsky, beats him clean. It's two nothing. He looked like he couldn't even believe that worked. <laughs> His reaction is the best. Like when you watch it, he's just screaming, let's go. <laughs> That's all he could say was just let's go. Um He's been fantastic in these first two games, too. I mean, there's a reason why, like, it's nothing against Eric Johnson. I thought Eric Johnson had a great bounce back game tonight, but Josh Manson's playing too well to have him be playing third pair D minutes right now. So um, it's two nothing abs. And then another play, like, I this, this third goal is just, I think, the definition of, like, the abs speed. The Tampa's on their heels because that's not – it wasn't like a particularly great play by the abs. It's just their speed had pushed the defense back so far that Ranton gets an easy shot. Burakovsky follows and crashes the net and has a wide open tap it. Like yeah, there's just so much open ice on this play. Tampa does not know how to defend this. No. And it, it, it works out perfect. I mean, Miko Ranton plays the perfect shot going for the rebound and Burakovsky's right there to tap in probably the easiest goal Berkey will ever score. Um, and it's three, nothing abs with what 10 minutes left in the third first period yeah there's like six minutes left in the first period three nothing abs and tampa just looks shell-shocked and when it was two to nothing tampa had one shot attempt it was a shot on goal you gotta give them credit for that the avalanche had about 15 and two goals at that point this game was over before it even really got started. Tampa never even got rolling after this. And Tampa even had a, a power play at one point, I believe, late in the, the period with the whole Corey Perry thing on Darcy Kemper. But Oh, yeah. No, that was a four-on-four. Four. Oh, you're four right. No, that was a four-on-four. Four. But even still, they could generate 
absolutely nothing in this period. Like they didn't even have like a burst where they got a couple shots on goal. It I don't even just, think they cycled the puck in that first no. period. I don't know. I don't know if they got over 90 seconds in the zone. I don't think they did. It, it was a defensive clinic from the abs. And my favorite part that I've noticed in the abs in these first two, two games, they're getting the puck out with a purpose out of their own zone. Like the play is always there. Um, and they find it to the centerman or the winger who has speed and space, or it's just the defenseman jumping into the play. Like Tampa has no answer for it. And it was even more evident at the end of the first period, Andre Burakovsky gets a breakaway, has a chance to get his second goal of the game and second goal of the period. And Vasilevsky, I know he gave up seven goals and he had like a 760 save percentage. This may have been the best 760 save percentage in a seven nothing loss of all time because Vasilevsky was not terrible tonight. No, he was he was pretty good in this game. Yeah. He robbed Val of a hat trick. He makes that great save on Berkey just barely. This game could have realistically been 10, 11, 12, nothing. If anyone other than Andre Vasilevsky is a net, it's 10, 11, nothing. Right. Like if this was like a, a Vili Huso situation, we play this way against the Blues, this would have been double digits. The the abs could have easily, like you said, scored 10 goals and Vasilevsky. I don't think he gave up a cheap goal at all tonight. Like they were all just great shots and great plays. I mean, not all of them were amazing. I mean, the Manson one wasn't perfect. There's some of them like you go like, well, you want to save on those, but Jesus Christ, we have seven shots yeah. at even strength. It doesn't really matter. We're not going to win. You're not going to win, but that, that's what I like. Vasilevsky, he played, he didn't play bad. No. And the Avs still put seven on him. And this this is back to that conversation. The Avs haven't played a real goalie yet. They're like, oh, look at the save percentage of the goalies they've played. Are they is that the case, or are they just really good at beating goalies? Yeah. Do they have good coaches that give good film on where to shoot? And are they just really good? Maybe it's time it, to give them some credit. Maybe it's time to give them credit because Vasilevsky's save percentage in his first two games has got to be what, like maybe eight ten. It's like barely above 800. I saw yeah. a stat. I don't have it in front of me anymore, but it's not good. I think it's like no. 815 or something. And the first game, game one, he was leaky. Like a couple of those yeah. goals should not have gone in. Totally different story tonight. There was no leaky goal given up by Vasilevsky. Um, but here we are at the end of the first period. Abs up 3 nothing, And we get going in the second period. It's a and lot like, of I, I wanted to be nervous and I was like tween, like, okay, well, you still got 40 minutes left. I think I, I texted wasn't. you saying that. Yeah. I was like, I, I, was like I wasn't nervous because I was they're playing so well. Like, yeah, it's Tampa, but it's already different because it's three-nothing now and not three to one. And they had nothing to work on at all. And Colorado, they just kept going. Just kept going. I mean, what was it? A minute in, Manson rings one off the post from the uh, blue line. Yeah, that, one of the loudest posts I've yeah. heard too. That I heard that loud. all the way on the opposite end where I was sitting. So I mean, it was a, a shot of, uh, once that happened, I was like, okay, yeah, this is we're going to be good. Yeah, gonna be good. I, I, that was exactly the same point for me. I was like, okay, Vasilevsky's not going to save them here. He's not going to save them, and it was probably a minute or two later. Uh, Andre Plot, who's been great in these playoffs gives up a terrible turnover to Miko Rantanen. And we have, we've gone this far in the episode to talk about the abs four check was better in game two than it was in game one, which says a lot. Cause in game one, it was fantastic. Um, and Miko Rantanen steals the puck, finds Val wide open in the point. I don't know where Stamkos was going. Um, 
like he was just puck watching because Val's wide open in between the dots and he beats Vasilevsky and it's four, nothing for Val's second of the game. I mean, Valerian Nachushkin is with each goal he scores, he is probably going up a million in AAB for next year. Without a doubt. He has what? Three goals in the Stanley cup final now. Yeah. In two games, he's got what? Like eight, nine goals in the playoffs right now. Eight. And I, I think it was Evan who tweeted this out. Um, Val played a perfect game analytically wise. Yeah, he had he a literally had a hundred percent Corsi four percentage. Yeah. I have never seen that. <laughs> I've never seen I didn't that know either. you could do that. He was a hundred percent. That's how good Valerian Nachushkin was tonight. And it's four nothing abs. Again, I don't know what else Vasilevsky's supposed to do on that play. That's I mean, just a terror. Like that's that's a play where you could be like, oh, okay, Tampa's just not there tonight. Yes. They're frustrated. You know, and the the biggest sign to me was at the end of the first period, like I briefly mentioned the Corey Perry thing on Darcy Kemper. That in these playoffs has been stage one of the death spiral for other teams. That was the point where Tampa realized we are outmatched here. Our only chance to beat this team is to just try to get in their heads and get them off of their game with just some physicality. Update didn't work. <laughs> did not work at all. It didn't work for Nashville. It didn't work for St. Louis. It didn't work for the Oilers. It didn't work for St. Louis. We blew that game five ourselves. Yeah, it's true. And for the, it did not work at all for the Oilers. And it's not going to work for Tampa either. They, everyone just thinks, oh, it's going to be different for us. We're a physical team. We're big. We've been there before. It doesn't fucking work. It doesn't work. And the abs just ignore them. At the end of the second period, one of my favorite moments from this game, it's like McDonough, I forget who else it was. Someone else is just trying to stir up Shea, like slash Byram in the back leg. Byram didn't even look at him. He just skated off the ice. And the other guy's just looking at him the whole way. It just looked pathetic. Like they just looked pathetic, honestly. Credit to the Avs again for not getting involved. I mean, they got involved in it with like five minutes left. They had seven. no choice at that yeah. point. Like that was pretty like blatant targeting. Yeah. So, I mean – We'll go back to it's four nothing abs, and then a player who is getting younger as the playoffs have started, Darren Helm. Like what? Exactly. Batman about- is a vampire. Like, yeah, there's, there's just no way he's doing this right now. We were talking about Darren Helm two months ago, being like, is he even going to be in the lineup? And yeah, now, we were like, yeah, like, oh, I like what Darren Helm brings. Sometimes, yeah. you know, he's an inoffensive player. He had the occasional like disgusting goal. He has a goal in this game. Two shots on goal. And are you ready for this? 12 hits. He was unreal, he upgraded dude. from what he did, which was 10 in game one. He has 22 hits in the first two games of this series. Pretty funny, dude. <laughs> what the like, happen? He's just, he's been fantastic. Now, like, you're talking about Darren Helm being an integral part of your team. And like if you lose Darren Helm, like you're losing apparently one of the most significant pieces of your lineup right now. You're losing a big player. He played second power play unit. He was on the second PP at the end of the second period. This is not a joke. The Lightning legitimately cannot handle him. Every time he's on the ice, he is making them throw fits. He's causing have. They do not, defending back-to-back champions, do not have an answer for Darren Helm. Yeah. Darren Helm. Who most people coming into this season forgot was in the league. I did. I did not know he was still in the league. I didn't. I did not know he was still in the league. And I, like had- when we signed him, I was like, oh, he might play 41 games. He might be, he'll be like a, a healthy scratch kind of guy. Yeah. We'll, we'll probably see Sampo Ranta playing more games than him. Yep. 
Nope. nope. <laughs> no, that didn't nope. really work that way. But I mean, that goal by him too, that was at the end of his shift and he still skated past Victor Hedman. Like, guys. Yeah. And Sorelli was fresh off the bench. Vasilevsky. Glove side. It was the best shot of the night. It was the best shot. It was a perfect wrist shot, glove side, bar down. <laughs> like, like usually after a goal, I do my little fist bump and everything. I just burst out laughing yeah. after that goal. Like, there's no fucking way that's no. like this is happening right now. There's and no Darren way. Helms just gonna dance on Tampa Bay and snipe on Vasilevsky. And he did. It was five nothing abs. And I mean, I, that reworked line, I've been shocked a little bit by Lekkonen's role in this series. Um, I thought he'd play more top six, but he's been a perfect fit with O'Connor. And yeah, he's oh, just been great in that line of just absolutely shutting down everything Tampa throws on the ice. And that's the great part about Lekkonen. You can put him wherever you want. That's one of the reasons I was so excited to get him. I was like, you can put this guy wherever you want, and he's going to be just fine no matter what. And depending on the health of Berkey, who took a pass to the glove. I just saw it. It it didn't look very. It didn't look very bad. And I just have a feeling he's okay. I do too. Yeah. I think think we're going to see him for game three. I'm actually not that worried about it. And I know Bedner's like, oh, he needs to be evaluated further. And like, oh, the thing that gave me the most optimism was in the third, like, oh, they're still evaluating him. That to me says it's five nothing. Yeah. Why would we bother right yeah. now? Why Get would we ready bother? for game three. I, I'm not saying he's perfectly okay, but I think at most one game, I think he's okay. Yeah. It, it didn't look very, it wasn't like a, it wasn't a slap shot. Like Cogliano took off his hand. Right. It, it was a pass. It's not like Nazem Kadri just getting cross-checked to the board. He took mm-hmm. a, he took it like right to the soft spot of the glove. Like the, this guy's just got magnets in his pads for pucks. <laughs> like, like I've never seen him get hurt on a hit. I think once in 2018 against Columbus, he got hurt on a hit. All of his injuries come on block shots and pucks. The guy has magnets in his pads. It sucks too. Cause these were his two best games of the year. Like he, it's just the perpetual Berkey pattern. He starts playing great. And you're like, Oh, He's got it now. He's figured it out. Two goals in two games. The beautiful assist on the opening winner misses half the game after yeah. that and status up in the air for game three. It's just, it. it's what he does. It's a bad luck, man. That, that's just bad luck. Like it is. he never like gets been going on his entire life. He never gets hurt when it's, when he's playing bad. It's always when he starts playing. Right. Good. It's never like, oh, he's in the middle of a slump and he just took a puck to the shin. It's, oh, he just scored five goals in two games and he just broke his foot. Yeah, that's just the way it is. Or like I, my, my, my other favorite one, he got hurt on his birthday once. That sounds about right. He, t- he took a, a slap shot to the hand and missed two months on his birthday. That sounds about right for Berkey. Um, I, I agree with you. I, I, I think it's 5 nothing. You don't need to play him. And especially how that game was going. If you're even a little bit hurt, don't go back out there. Right, like there, there's uh, literally just no point. Yeah. Like I just saw, like they showed the play on NHL network and I'm like, that's what he got hurt on. Like, I think it was as a soft spot of the glove, probably jammed his finger real bad or something. I I think he'll be okay. And I mean, like we said at the top of the show, even if he doesn't play, you're adding back potentially Nazem Kadri. And, and, and if he's out, you're putting Lekkanen back up in the top six. And we've seen that's not a problem. No, not a problem. Um, 
So, yeah, I mean, it's it sucks for Berkey, but I, I really do think – I think he's going to be okay. Yeah, I think he's going to be all right. I'm not so, I'm not overly worried about I'm, it. I'm not super worried. Even, so, even if he misses game three for whatever reason, I think he'll be back for game four. Yeah, I agree. Um, I, it's one of those things I think he – I don't know. Like I said, we're, we're just speculating on injury right now. But I really do think that if if it came down to it, he would have came back in this game if they need, need right. it. Right, like if, if the game was two to one, three to two, I think we see him. Like, yeah. I, I don't think it'd be that big a deal. Yeah, I don't think so either. But it's 5 nothing at the end of the second period. And we go into the third period. And you had tweeted something out. And I was like, that's so true. Like, there was no way the Lightning were going to come back and win this game. No, we were not going to give up six unanswered yeah. goals. I, I, we weren't going to. Even the most paranoid, like, schizophrenics among us, like, mm-hmm. they would not think, yeah, we're going to blow this five-goal lead in 20 minutes after that kind of performance so but the thing was is well you don't really want to give Tampa anything to work with here yeah and huh, newsflash the abs didn't <laughs> they gave them absolutely fucking nothing uh i'm sorry third i period. have to interrupt you because there's a, a thing in my mentions here responding to my tweet about like this is one of the most dominant performances in history someone says oh you never saw the the 75 79 habs play huh no oh, dude i was born 25 <laughs> years later I wasn't even a thought at that point. <laughs> no, I'm not even 25 right now. Yeah. Like, sorry, bro. No, but... no dude. I did not see the 1975 <laughs> Montreal Canadiens play. Yeah. Uh, sorry. Go ahead. I just thought that was funny. Guys from there. But the abs in the third period, we talked about the, beginning of the, show. the third period may have been the abs best period. Like just in all aspects. <laughs> it like, it might've been. I mean, they give up an early power play. Miko's just flailing all over the place, trying to bat that bug out. Trip Stamkos, and I mean, it was yeah. Yeah, that's a trip. Yeah, yeah. It, might it, maybe it, a little bit, maybe a little bit of a trip. And the Lightning have a decent power play. They almost have one ricochet off a player and bounce over Dorsey. I, from where I was watching on TV, I thought it did go into the net. So did first. I. It, but here's here's a player we haven't mentioned yet, um, and he had a great game. Uh, Kale McCarr um, bats the puck off the line, chases the puck into the corner. The puck gets bounced out back in the middle of the ice, and Kale McCarr just goes, fuck it. I'm going YOLO, solo dolo, and just takes it up the ice shorthanded. Victor Hedman had no chance of catching him. I just no find chance. it funny how Kale McCarr has played both other Norris candidates in these playoffs and made both of them look silly. Victor Hedman looks old and slow and Victor Hedman's not old and slow. Victor, Victor Hedman's been great. At all yeah. This has been his best season as a defenseman yeah. and one of his best playoffs. Yeah. He's Victor Hedman. Still, you could make the case. Like, obviously we're biased. Kale McCarr is the best defenseman in the league. He, you he, is. Make, he is. It's not a debate. He, he is. He is. But Victor Hedman's a close second. Like it's not like we're talking a significant gap and Kale McCarr made Victor Hedman look old and slow. That's really hard to do. Um, and he just goes and beats Vasilevsky blocker slide. And a the same way Manson did. Yeah, the exact same way Manson did. It's 6 nothing, And we're two minutes in the third period, and that's the first time we're mentioning Kale McCarr's name. Hey, everybody. Hope you've been enjoying this episode so far. Interrupting to bring you a word from our sponsor at DraftKings Sportsbook. Hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. All you have to do 
is bet $5 on any team to win, and you get $100 no matter the result. It is literally free money. And if that's not enough, if you're looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during the playoffs with DraftKings' same-game parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets, like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. Best of all, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds whenever you want at your convenience. So what are you waiting for? Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win, and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Now, back to the episode. It cannot be underestimated. The Avs have not had their star players take over a game yet. They just haven't. And that's, sign me up for this. If we're getting 11 goals from our fucking not players named uh, Nathan McKinnon, Gabriel Landeskog, and Miko Rantanen. Like, sign me up for this every fucking day, dude. Like, because we all know that McKinnon is going to start scoring here. He's having his chances. That's what's yeah, and he's, it's not like he's been bad. No, he's been good. It's just it's like just, Tampa's entire direction is okay. We got to shut down McKinnon. Not working. Not working. Not working. Like, yeah. Okay. McKinnon doesn't have a goal, but at what cost? Yeah. <laughs> six nothing lead. <laughs> You're down six nothing. Um, so, I mean, it's six nothing for the abs. Third period, like I felt like this was the longest period. Like nothing was like it's just like, can we end this game? This is like there should be a mercy rule in hockey. There really should be. Like this game, it was like, okay, let's just get to the end here. Um, and then I forget what happened that the abs went on the power play. Was it who who got in a scrum and got a penalty? It well, it was McCarr again. It was oh, he took a cross check. Yeah, it was a cross. Who cross checked him? It was Palat again. Palat. Just yeah. cross-checked him right in the back in front of the net. Puts the abs on the power play. It's just gratuitous to get a goal here, and they do. And it's it was Kale the McCarr best power play again. of the night. <laughs> best I mean, power Tampa play of the night. Gassed. Beautiful puck movement. Tampa had no answer for it. And then McCarr goes glove side on Vasilevsky, scores on him. All of a sudden, he has two goals, almost had a third later. He almost had a natural hat trick up 5 nothing, And it is 7 to nothing for the avalanche here in a Stanley cup final game, in a Stanley cup final game like that. Well, ah, man, they showed at the end of the game that this, the last time it was this bad was when the penguins played the North stars and it was the eight North to nothing in that game. <laughs> yeah. They don't even exist anymore. And the last time there was a seven, nothing game. Don't quote me on this, but I think it was 1931. Awesome. My short term <laughs> memory is garbage. So I might be remembering that wrong, but it was, the Penguins won eight nothing versus the North Stars whenever they played them, and the other one was like the Red Wings and the Habs in 1931. Yeah, this happened in a Stanley Cup final game. We beat the two against the game. defending champs. Yeah. Like, not they, they, this isn't the Habs from last year who just made a stupid miracle run and got exposed. This is Tampa. This is the Lightning. This was the most anticipated Stanley Cup final of all time, and through two games, we're not done yet, but through two games. It's not close. It's 11 to three <laughs> goals. I saw a stat that Vasilevsky went from like a 932 in this playoffs to a 919 or like a 909 after this game today. <laughs> like it's, it's ridiculous, dude. I, I, 
I'm like trying not to like look ahead too much, but it's going to be hard to beat the abs four or five times. Right. It's going to be really hard. You're going to need Dr. Gonzalezki to have like a 960, 970 for that to happen. Yeah. And just verifying what you said earlier, Vasilevsky is now a 918 in these playoffs. Yeah. After so two after two games against the Abs, he is now a 918. 918. He was like a 932. Remember what he did to Florida where he was yeah. like a 980 in that series? He's a 918 right now. The Abs could have more shots. I mean, I'll get Tampa credit. They block a fuck ton of shots. They block a lot of shots, but it doesn't matter when 31 of them are still getting through and seven of them are going in the back of the net. And you know, the thing about that too, you know, who blocks more shots, the abs. Oh, well, I'm looking at the stats right now. I don't know if you have NHL network on in this game, the, the lightning had 20 blocks. Yeah. But in the first game, Colorado actually had more blocks than Tampa yeah. did. So it's, it's hard to say the abs can be any better than they were tonight, but if they're even 80% of what they were tonight, right. We're talking, like, they, they could sweep. Yeah, like people are talking about like what adjustments are Tampa going to make? Okay, let's take two goals away from both sides. Let's give Tampa two and take away two from the Avs. That's five to two. Yeah. Tampa I don't Bay. Know if you can give Tampa two goals tonight. Dude, I, I'm just saying hypothetically. Chances. Yeah. I'm just saying hypothetically, you give two each side. That's still five two. Yeah. Tampa, after this game, is now down two to nothing. They have to win four of five games to win the Stanley Cup here at this point. I know they're the defending champs. I know they don't die. Tampa has never looked like this in their entire run, ever, never at any. The last time they looked like this was Columbus, the first time, and they we got swept. And they were still up three to nothing in game one at that point. They, they have haven't, never they haven't had a lead in the series yet, dude. They trailed what against the Panthers never, and like not is like twenty six minutes or something. Yeah, they were trailing. And like I forget exactly what I'm butchering a lot of this, but they've been trailing or tied for this entire series, and for this entire game, they were trailing for oh fifty eight minutes. I agree with you, dude. Like, we have not seen Tampa look this bad in a long time. And, and yeah, they, they went down 2 nothing to the Rangers, but they were better than the Rangers in those first two games. Right. We all knew that Tampa was going nowhere in that, and that if Vasilevsky just turns it on, they're going to be fine. It's, it's the Rangers. We all know this is a fluke. This is pure domination. Yeah. Like, look at their faces right now. Like, they are – they're shell-shocked. They're like, baffled. They don't know what's going on. They're like – this is not some, this is not a problem you can will your way out of that like we're just going to have need to have a tough metal and everything and a can do attitude. That's not going to work here. You're outmatched in every area. I mean, the one advantage they had was goaltending and our goaltenders have been better than theirs so far. Yeah, I mean, Kemper only had to make 17 saves. Made them all. Made them all. You know, yeah. you know where Vasilevsky was at when his shot total reached 17? I think he was at like four goals at that point. And it's, it's hard to imagine like what can Tampa Bay do in game three? Right. Like I'm not like, this isn't going to happen again. You're not going to have another seven to nothing game, but realistically, what can Tampa Bay change that changes this series so dramatically that they win four of the next five games? I'm like, I'm genuinely asking because is it, they shut down the transition 
do they start getting dirty? Like, do they just hope and pray Vasilevsky is a 980? Like that, like that's it. Quite possible. Like Vasilevsky has to stop everything he sees. And that's the only way Tampa Bay can do this. Because on the ice, they don't have a prayer. No. And schematically, like, I I, I agree with you. I don't know what they do. Like, they tried – we heard all about in these two days off that they were working on their transitions and their breakout plays. Like, they were going to be better at them. They were worse than they were in game They were terrible in this game. They were awful. I also maybe think Tampa got cocky coming into this series and maybe coming into game two, like, ah, we've done this before kind of thing. And, like, let's just even say the Tampa Bay – they come all the way back, and this is just a clash of the titans the rest of the way. The Avs have a 2 nothing advantage here. You're telling me the Avs can't win two of five? Or two more home games? Right, two more home games or yeah. one in Tampa and one more home game? Even if this is the clash of titans we're expecting for the rest of the series, the Avs only need to win twice. Yeah. This is not – we're not the Rangers. This is not a series where you can just take two games off. But, and here's the thing, too. We heard so much. I don't know if you've been watching. Have you been watching Quest for the Cup on ESPN Plus? No. Okay. It, it's good. You should check it out. Um, I do, but I just I, – I forget. I, but it, it's good. I've enjoyed it. Tampa talked about in that New York series how it took them a couple days to get their legs under them or a couple games, and then the rest really t- was an advantage for them in the final four games. It's the exact opposite in this series. The Avs are going to be more fresh as the series goes on, and Tampa's going to get more tired. And it should go and note, like Tampa Bay's had an incredible want, run. We're talking they've played almost, what, 300 games in the past three years? Right. What have I said all season? Eventually, there's just no gas left in the tank. And, and it's not like you, these guys you are young bucks. Right. You do all you can. You push as hard as you can. You have the right mindset. You have the right attitude. You do everything right. At some point, the legs just stop churning. They're going to do everything they can in games three and four. They might win one, but is that going to be enough to get them back in this series? And when the going gets tough and the Avs are one win away, can they stop them this time? I, From I what we've know. seen so far, these they are, look old and slow against They the look Avs. old and slow. They and look like human beings, and Vasilevsky's not saving them. Yeah. And the thing is, is Tampa Bay has been great all playoffs. It's not like this is... Yeah. Like this has happened. Like they've, they dominated the Panthers. They, the Leafs gave them a hell of a season. I mean, there have been times in the playoffs where Tampa Bay has looked vulnerable yeah. against Toronto. They had, they've had some bad games against the Leafs. They had to really, really push that series. They almost lost twice in game six. They were a, a bullshit five on three away from getting eliminated and won that game off of a bounce in overtime. And game seven, I'm, I'm sure Leafs fans are still very bitter about the pick that got called back. Yeah. And against Florida, that series was never close. Against the Rangers, they took two games off and they were just the better team. So they came back to win the series, but they've looked vulnerable. And the Avs, they looked vulnerable like twice. They get both against the Blues. They had a bad game two. Even then, they still almost won it. And in game five, Kemper could not stop a beach ball. Yeah. And they just couldn't finish it off and then just finished it off next anyway. Outside of that, they're literally perfect. Yeah. They've been every game has been perfect. Um and I I'm really trying not to be super arrogant. I'm really not trying to, but I just 
I, I mean, don't see a situation where we're talking in by Wednesday that the Avs aren't up three one if the series right. isn't over. If the series is still going at all, yeah. because and, and that's that, that sounds extremely cocky, but just based off the evidence that we've seen in these two games, uh, the Lightning have nothing to stop the Avs right now. They right. can't. Who are you going to throw in there? Fucking Taylor or, or was right. it like Bradish, is, like even Stamkos? All of the sudden, like. Steven Stamkos needs the power play to score a couple of goals. I mean, that's not really a mystery. He's an older guy now. I'm not saying he's bad at even strength, but he comes especially dangerous when you put him on a power play. Their power play has been awful. They really can't get anything through the abs. Their last hope is at even strength. They had seven shots, seven shots. None of them were from Nikita Kucherov. Only one of them was from Steven Stamkos, and only one more was from Braden Point. That's it. And this, I think the Stamkos one was on the power play. Wasn't that the one yeah. that almost went in, if I'm remembering yeah. right? Yeah, it was. I mean, he, Tampa, the formula for them to win any game. I, is, think, I just think it's as simple as this is the first time they're not the better team. Yeah. As, like, as much as people over the next couple of days are going to try to break this down, like what's wrong with Tampa, they're just – playing a team that's better than them for the first time and they don't really have an answer for it nope as shocking as it is that this is happening in the stanley cup final that they're getting beat up this badly i think at the end of the day it might just be as simple as that yeah i mean it it really is we talked about it in the preview like yeah they've won back-to-back cups but their toughest challenge they faced is the fucking new york islanders right and the islanders can't score right and is, is it too early to say that they won a Stanley Cup in the bubble and then another in a shortened season? Is it too early for that conversation? I think yet? so. And they Not even, until they're dead. And Not they until beat the dead. Montreal Canadiens yeah. last year who are right now the second worst team in hockey and have the first overall pick. Yeah. Too early I mean, for that conversation. Them, but the narratives are going to be very fun. Oh, yeah. They're going to be fun. And it's – I just – I really struggle seeing a situation where the Avs don't win the series. Like, I just – All season, I've said, I don't see how this team loses four times to the same team. And now they're up two to nothing in the Stanley Cup final. There have been two separate series where a team has not been able to beat them once. And now they have to lose four of five to lose this series and lose out on the Stanley Cup. I know it's arrogant. I know it's cocky, but I've said several points this season. At what point is it not earned? At what point can we look at this and be like, yeah, we're probably going to win this. This is not a typical cup run. This is not a typical, like the blues from a couple years ago where they're going toe to toe with Boston. And it's a super close series. And they've had a a super close run with several game sevens. This is not that this is dominant on every front. So yeah, maybe at some point we can look at this and be like, yeah, it would take a miracle to lose this series. Like I would be severely shocked if the Avs don't win this. If ta- like, if Tampa finds a way to somehow win this series, all the credit to them. I don't even know if I can be upset at that oh, point. I'd be upset. Like, oh, I'd be I'd be <laughs> more, I'd be mortified, but deep down I'd be like shit <laughs> like what do you do Tom cooper's that? greatest if coach you, of all time if you can find a way to beat this team god bless you because i have watched every single game and try to be as realistic as i can try not to be this overly optimistic person 
that just gives nothing but credit to the ads. I don't want to be that sometimes because I know people hate that. I just don't see anything and I haven't seen anything all season long that suggests that this is just going to come crashing down on us. This team's different, man. And it, it it's a cliche that you have to lose before you can win. If the Avs win the cup, losing to Vegas may have been the best thing that ever happened to them. Yeah, I mean, the, they lost pretty heartbreakingly three years in a row. Yeah. They have lost, and they they learned what they needed to do to get better. And again, like I really think Tampa did get cocky coming into this series. That like, oh, yeah. oh what, what were they the one hundred percent thought starting in game two because they heard all the narratives too. I mean, yeah, you go I, back they to the first all round. of them. Yeah. You, you go back to their first round series against the Leafs. I mean, they get their asses kicked in game one. They come back in game two and win, and it's 1-1. And they probably thought, okay, it's just going to be a repeat of the same shit. Uh, no, it was worse than game one. Game one, you were actually competitive. Yeah, game one went to overtime. You could have yeah. you, you could have won that game. This game was over from puck drop. Yeah. And now, once again, for the third series in these playoffs, it shifts to the road, and their last hope is that their home crowd can energize them in any way. That was the hope for Nashville. That was the hope for the Oilers. And to an extent, St. Louis as well. We won all of those all games. Yeah. All of and, them. And this is nothing against Tampa Bay. Nothing against Tampa Bay's fan base. I think they have a pretty good fan base for being in Florida. Going to Tampa after going to Edmonton is going to be a cakewalk. Right. I think it's the same thing like as the playing the Oilers power play. Yeah. As playing Tampa is as good as it is not that bad same thing with tampa's crowd it's not edmonton's crowd where it's no. just ruckus all the time like yeah they've got a nice little crowd and everything but what happens when they're losing that place is pretty quiet i've i've watched some tampa games in the playoffs with the caps when they've gotten their asses handed to them that place is a library like that the that 6-2 game in game two in 2018 that place was silent game seven that place was silent. You get an early goal or two in this game, the crowd's a non-factor. Well, the key for game three is, I, I mean, we say this every time in the road it, on road periods, is if you can, after the first 10 minutes, be tied 0-0, that's a win. Imagine you have the same kind of game in game three. People will be gone by halfway through the game. Yeah, It'll be empty. It'll be empty. And I... If they win game three, the Avs do. I, I – you're talking about you have to lose four straight at that point. I would I would have to imagine that is demoralizing for Tampa if they oh, yeah. lose game three. Because I would also imagine at a certain point, like, well, it's been a good run, would start to, to creep in. Like maybe three was gratuitous. Yeah. I mean, it's – if the Avs can win on Monday night, we're, we're talking like we're, – We're talking like – maybe Jeez. one of the greatest teams of all time. maybe one of the greatest teams of all time yeah if, if, like like until tampa's dead i simply will not believe no. it agreed but if agreed. they can sweep this series it's not a debate this is one of the greatest seasons of all time yeah and it's only the beginning it's only the start this team's still gonna get better there's their player a lot of the players kill mccarr still not even in his prime yeah uh, Bowen Byram hasn't even entered his peak yet. Yeah. Alex Newhook is going to get better. And who knows who else Joe Sackick's going to bring in that's going to make this team better. People are like, oh, Berkey could be gone. I'm sure Sackick is going to find someone 
even better because that's just what he does. Him and that staff are unbelievable. The fact that Chris Darren McFarland, Hellen, that Chris McFarland hasn't been hired as a GM somewhere else is shocking. I I think the Avalanche stomp that out every single time it comes up because they do not want him gone. No, I, like because I've I heard an interview the other day where they give McFarland just as much credit as Sackick for building this team. It, it's the entire staff. And they will they will pay Chris McFarland whatever he wants yeah. next time his contract's up just to ensure he goes nowhere. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw this. Um, it was pretty funny in the green at seven nothing. The uh the Colorado Mammoth, the uh uh indoor lacrosse team won the championship tonight. It is just <laughs> a good time to be in Colorado right now. <laughs> the fucking they showed on the screen, and everyone was like, I don't know what we're cheering for, but let's fucking go, baby. Like uh, that was one of the funniest moments. And I, I don't know, you tell me, you, you were watching the game on TV. I thought the arena was louder tonight than game one. And I thought yeah. that was going to be harder to, because game one was electric. I mean, this, this game just seemed like a party from it start was. to finish. Like, great. cause game one, it was loud beat, but it was like anxious, loud. And everyone's there yep. cheering on the team to push them over the hump. We all knew this game was over after the first period. And the game was just a party from start to finish. There was nothing to ever sit down for. There was never a time where Tampa was even dangerous. No, my, you know, it's a good game. I did not see one person leave early out of the arena. And that's, it's nothing against Avs fans. Traffic's a fucking shit show. Um, No one left early. No one. It was still full when we If you paid that much for tickets and you're leaving early when you know you're going to win. Yeah. I question that devotion. Yeah. So So, that is a lot of money to spend to leave early on what is one of the most important games in Avs history. But it was awesome. I mean, there were a lot more lightning fan in games two. Well, it was a uh, weekend. We're in game one. It, that, yeah, weekend trip. Yeah, it, it was. It was not that bad. Um, and not like you even knew they were there at all. Yeah. So I mean, shout out to the Avs fan base because it has been raucous. They keep showing videos of that Toffoli Square where they're doing those watch parties. One. It was hotter than a fucking son of a bitch today. And people are out there in abs jerseys watching outside. So respect. Um, and it, it looks, it's awesome, dude. It's so great to see all of these abs fans who are kind of casual abs fans get into this and realize, Oh fuck. Like I had someone text me and I think it was the greatest compliment. Um, they go, this abs team makes watching hockey fun. Like, and he's a basketball fan. He's a basketball fan. And he loves basketball. And he's like, his biggest gripe with hockey is it's like, it's just one lucky bounce. And th- th- that's the game. And I'm like, yeah, that's the beauty of hockey. Like, yeah, you never know. Fun part. Yeah, it's a fun part. But he oh, wow, the me, Golden State Warriors won again. Yeah. That's awesome. He, yeah. He goes, he goes, this abs team makes watching hockey fun. And I'm like, that's fucking awesome, dude. I love to hear that shit. Because it, it is like, this is one of the f- like funnest teams in the NHL. And they're going to be this way for. Would the you next say year. they're bland by any chance? Because yeah. <laughs> Greg's because Greg's still tripling down on that for some reason. Yeah. But they're bland because they kick the shit out of people. Yeah, they're bland so. because they're good. Yeah. They're and again, bland. like the only time I will ever talk about this, but he would never say that if this was a Canadian team. Yeah. No, no if chance. this was the Rangers or if this was the Leafs or a bigger market like that doing this, it would be, oh man, they're so much fun. So good for the league too. Can you imagine if the Leafs were doing this and someone called them bland? It would never happen. Both the Leafs doing this and someone calling them bland. But like, I I think that's what goes into it. Like you heard John Cooper talking about like the abs are like the Leafs except better. And the Leafs took this 
the the like, avalanche are nothing like the Leafs. That's no, I, I agree. Like, I know, I, I know, I know you agree. Yeah. But I'm just saying that comparison is just fucking ridiculous. It's stupid. But this Leafs team, who is Matthews and Marner, like that's pretty much it. They don't have the, the depth. The Leafs do to. not have depth. It's an, yeah. it's actually an embarrassment to like hockey analysis to say that these teams are anything alike. Yeah. But that team took this Lightning team to seven. Right. And that was with Jack Campbell in that. And Darcy Kemper, say what you want about him. He's better than Jack Campbell. Yeah. He's better than Jack Campbell. And they took this lightning team to seven. And like you said, they were a terrible five on three call away from winning game six on the road. Yeah. So and they were a terrible pick call away from winning game seven still. Yeah. So I, I just, I, it sounds cocky. And like we've said, it sounds cocky, but I just don't know if this, Avs teams can lose four or five. I just really don't. I, I, it hasn't I, like, happened all year. If it's going to happen, I would be very fascinated to see how. Yeah. Because Tampa has shown nothing of the sort that they can handle this. Here's, here's how it happens. Darcy Kemper is a 800. Uh, Andre Vasilevsky is a 980. And Kale McCarr and Devon Taves both get hurt. Yeah. I think that's the only way. Yeah, that's it. It's just goaltending. Yeah. That, that and I think right. Darcy Kemper's feeling good right now. Oh, yeah. This has got to be such a confidence boost for him. Um, and I, I can't wait for Monday, dude. It's nice to only have one day off. You're going to be here. We're going to figure out where we're watching game three. Um, we're not going to go to the arena per your wishes, which is fine. So I, I cannot risk fucking yeah, this Nope, up. I get it. I can't possibly. Nope. I can't do that to everybody. Yeah. I wanted to go to the one outside in Toffoli, but it's just too fucking That's, hot in Denver to be out there in jeans and a fucking yeah. uh, a hockey sweater. So we'll find some place with air conditioning. Um, we'll find a place to watch a game. Uh, and I can't wait. This is the last Zoom podcast you'll have to listen to for the rest of this series. Yeah. All so, the rest of them will be in person. In until person the from off-season. my dining room. <laughs> yep. From my dining room. From our recording studio, you mean. Yeah. yeah. You want to hear something funny as we wrap the show here? My my girlfriend's been to two playoff games. You ready to hear the two games she's been to? Game one against Vegas, where we won seven to one, and then game two tonight. In her two playoff games, she's witnessed a the Avs have won a combined 14 to one. And she goes, Are all playoff games like this? I'm like, no, babe. I guess it's no, they're not. <laughs> they're not. Like you're just witnessing pure domination. So she she made me laugh because she was like, Yeah, this is. This isn't that bad. I'm like, she's like, why are you stressed out? Why are you always so stressed out? I'm like, well, I mean, most games aren't like this. So um, I, it was a great night tonight. I cannot wait for Monday. Can't wait for you to be here. We're going to fucking have a great time. And so what you're telling me is that if the series does go five, I'm not allowed to go to game five. Well, I mean, I think that's the case. It's we're gonna have to figure that out. That, that's a problem for future us. Um, potentially not even a problem at yeah, all. Potentially not even a problem. Like I could have just witnessed my last abs game of the year in person. Yeah, I really could have. I, my last abs game of the year could have been game five yeah. against the Blues. I'm sorry, dude, but it, it's it would be hilarious if they fucking the only two losses they have all playoffs are the ones where you're here. That would be fucking hilarious i need that to happen just for the pure comedy that it would bring um but yeah man the next game i go to i have to be like dressed in like a wizard cloak or something yeah i I need like someone like following me around like you have to watch the concourse dude i I don't know if you saw 
I don't know if they talked about it on the broadcast. It was, we waited an hour in line to get into the gift shop or the team store, an hour in line. But you know me, I, I get a puck for every playoff series game. I've like every playoff series I've been to. All I wanted was the stupid $10 buck and I waited an hour for it. It was crazy. dude. I've never seen the team store like that. Um, and you bought another chain. I did buy another chain. I got three hanging up now. They're fucking sick, dude. Um, I know Steve was giving me some shit on Twitter about it, but. Um, can't argue with the results. Yeah, can't argue with the results. I fucking love Steve. I miss seeing Steve and Jeff at the games, but uh, yeah, man, it was, it was a hell of a game. Um, I, I, I got nothing else other than if you want to go see a game, use SeatGeek, promo code tell it as it is for $20 off your first purchase. Um, you could. Hopefully, we got so excited about this game, we forgot we were sponsored. Yeah, we forgot we were sponsored by SeatGeek, the professionals, by the way. Yeah, the best ticketing app uh, on planet Earth. Um, So make sure you use promo code Teladabs. It is. I guess Uh, it is a rough time with the abs tickets being as expensive as they are and the Rockies being the Rockies, but $20 off. So $20 off, you might get money back. Yeah, exactly. You're going to make money going to these games. Yeah. So use promo code Teladabs, it is at SeatGeek and potentially get paid by the Rockies to go to one of their games. That's quite possible. Um, I think the most expensive ticket is $20. Yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> Rockies, Rockies won tonight, man. All Colorado teams won tonight. I don't think that happened very often. So um, let's rest up next time you hear our beautiful voices or ugly voices, depending on how you feel about us. Uh, we'll be Monday after game three. In person, I will be sleep deprived. My flight is 6.15 in the morning. I will be here uh, around 8 a.m. Denver time. I don't believe I can check in until afternoon. So maybe I'll have an hour nap before the game. Maybe. Maybe. Down it. We'll see. So if I talk like really slow and forget everything that happened, uh, please note, I probably haven't slept in like 36 hours. I can't yeah. sleep before I get on a plane. Otherwise, it's torture. I yeah. literally have to exhaust myself to maybe fall asleep and pass the time because being on a plane is torture for me. I cannot sit still for three hours. Oh, I hate flying. I hate flying. It's my it's my least favorite thing. Like I wish I could be one of those people who could just pass out on a plane. I like, cannot like, sleep yeah. sitting up. I can't. Me either. Or in public. Like I'm just I'm too I'm too paranoid for that. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. So yeah, I end up just like listening to podcasts. And I do, but like an hour in, I'm like, my back hurts. Yeah, I'm bored. There's no Wi-Fi. I want oh, food. Yeah, yeah that's <laughs> the like worst. I'm looking. I'm looking at the the flight path every like. Well, there you go, minutes. dude. Download the fucking Quest for the Stanley Cup, and you can watch all four episodes. That's exactly. That is a fantastic idea. There Christian. you go. I will do just that. There you go. But uh, yeah, man, what a game! What a fucking this team is unreal. Um, let's send these people on their merry way. Hope you all have a happy father's day to, if there's any dads listening, shout out you, this is your day. Um, and I can't wait. I can't wait to spend some time with them. Yep. So that's going to do it for us on this edition of the tell it abs. It is podcast on the hockey podcast network. Uh, <laughs> Jesus, what a game, what a team, one of the most dominant performances in NHL history, not just for this season, in NHL history. Abs win 7-0 over the Tampa Bay Lightning and lead the Stanley Cup final 2-0. They hit the road for games three and four in Tampa Bay. 
with a chance to sweep. They are two wins away from the Stanley Cup. So thank you all so much for tuning in. As always, use promo code TELLITABS. It is for $20 off your first order at SeatGeek. We would really appreciate it. It is the best way to directly support the show. So just next time you're buying some tickets, keep us in mind. We would really appreciate it. If you want to follow us on Twitter, you can follow me at GYoungsNHL. You can follow Christian at Christian underscore Belay. And you can follow the show at TELLITABS. It is. But for now, that's going to do it for us. Thank you so much, as always, for tuning in. And we will catch you all next time after Game 3, where hopefully the Avs are one win away from the Stanley Cup. See you guys then, and we'll catch you all next time. And let's go Avs.